Cats. Welcome to our podcast, Primetime Prime Cats. Cats, where we talk about everything that's hot under the sun, such as hot movies, hot games, hot shows, hot news, and hot beards, such as DJ Khaled's hot beard. Oh, DJ Khaled has like one of the best beards. Such like, a good beard. Ten, top 10 beards in the world right now. I'm not even going to lie. He uses beard butter, that beard oil. Heck, I'm pretty sure he drinks almond milk too. There's beard butter? What is that? Yeah, there's beard butter. <laughs> that sounds oh, like a... Well, you wouldn't know because yeah. you don't have a beard. You don't have a beard. I know I know about it. I mean, you know, maybe one day I might grow one out. Okay, you never know. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. That was my bad. Okay, okay. So, like, enough about beard talk. Mm-hmm. Just as a heads up, we're winging it. <laughs> we are very much winging it today. But our topics for today are going to be the whole Aunt Becky college debacle. Bum, bum, bum. I think I'm using that word properly, right? Yes, you're using it very properly. Awesome, awesome. And our second topic for today is going to be... Abducted in plain sight. Ooh, which we're going to talk more about later. So, back to Aunt Becky. So, for those who don't know, Aunt Becky, also known as Lori Laughlin, has been convicted of a crime. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. You're probably wondering what crime, right? Because she's a celebrity. What kind of crimes could she be getting into? Uh, She's in trouble for paying for her daughter's, or well, bribing the school to let her daughter attend it. That's crazy. It is crazy. And not only that, she managed to pay other people to forge a couple other things to allow her daughter to go to this school. Forget what it was called, University of something, I think South Carolina. Was it UCLA? Yes, UCLA. UCLA. There you go. She photoshopped her daughter's head onto a news article featuring a rowing person who was like really good at it and could have got a scholarship and then just photoshopped it like how do people not look at the real article and see hey this is fake like that's crazy that is crazy but i guess they bribed the coach too Mm-hmm. there must have been a lot of people getting paid that moolah a lot of moolah yeah because i mean heck five hundred thousand dollars half a million dollars right there you know for for her to just come in and just not do anything <laughs> yeah and the fact that her daughter is a youtuber and wants to be an influencer and doesn't want to go to school is insane like who did you do this for aunt becky and now you're in trouble and there's nothing to show for it and you didn't even do it for your daughter because she doesn't want to go to school mm-hmm. so what do you think like why do you think she did it um i want to say personally because going based off the description we put out there i feel like she did it out of love really which which is really complicated to say because it's like no parent would do that, but at the same time, if I feel like if you're a parent, you do whatever it takes to give provide the best for your child. And in this case, she wanted the best education for her child, and she knew that her daughter couldn't get in there like off her regular, you know, ability. So she figured the best way to do that was to break the law. I disagree completely with my, I just feel like if your daughter doesn't want to go to college and she's not putting in the work in high school, and there's a there's a video if you guys want to watch on YouTube of one of her former classmates saying she was never in school, and I feel like she did it because she wanted her family to look good, because she could just get her daughter into somewhere that she didn't have to do as much work, because her daughter at the end of the day didn't want to do as much school work as she wanted her to do. So she seems like a tiger mom. Like she wanted to be like Harvard level when she maybe wanted to be community college level. But you don't know that. Like a lot of parents are very supportive of their kids and they just want the best for their kids. So maybe she saw something in her daughter that her daughter didn't realize she had yet. So she just thought maybe if I push her to go here and like do whatever it takes to make her get like just fit, you could fit. In a school, fit in there. and then she goes to the school and then 
is what if they wanted to row and she can't even row like that's embarrassing like i feel like yeah it's a part of its love but i feel like a part of it is also maybe prestige too mm. maybe she did want to out of love help her daughter's image which mm-hmm. kind of does make sense mm-hmm. to make her daughter look good but like i just feel like practically if she went to that school she wouldn't do well because she's not performing at the level that she should be mm-hmm. so that would be like just detrimental towards her confidence in the like in the school like what if she gets in mm. It also probably helped the fact that I think uh, Aunt Becky also went there. Oh, okay. So she probably had some connections to, like, even make it a lot easier for her to get in there. Yeah. Like, if anything, I find it more upsetting that, you know, she's taking the spot away from someone that's actually working really hard to get, you know, chosen for that kind of school. Yes. And, yeah, I agree. And I think, I don't know, I feel like this is a good lesson to learn and it's also good to know that people do buy their way into schools so we can stop looking at schools like oh they got in here that means they're the smarter than me or like they're better than me because some people really do buy their way into schools kind of all the time and it's good that light is like shed on that so we can have a little bit more equality i guess because i mean if you're from the upper class why not i mean no point in me spending money on all these drugs you know i might as well freaking buy myself an education buy yourself an education Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it's just sad though. I don't know. I just I just get upset because I put it into perspective of me coming from like a lower income house and stuff like that. Like I have to like work my butt off just to get scholarships yes. and then get like a partnership thing going and it was just and I'm still paying loans. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I'm I have same to do boat. All that and then it's just like she could just come in and be like, "Hoy, full scholarship." Full scholarship. Hoy. Top school. Hi. I don't go to class. Hi. <laughs> Never goes to class. That's my thing. Like, if your daughter tried really hard and she just didn't get into school, I get buying her your way in. But if she didn't even show up. Exactly. Hey, POC friend, I heard you know where the parties are. Hi. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> my name's Martha. Martha. <laughs> I like the name choice. Let me stop. Let me stop. But no, it's just very upsetting because, like, I know people that, you know, worked their butt off back in high school and, like, paid a lot of money for like SAT prep and then she just comes in and gets to fake her scores and then gets to pay her way into the school and it's just very upsetting because it's like if you had that much money to make sure she can get in illegally why didn't you you know put this money towards other things to actually help her get better so she can apply on like a normal like everybody else (laughs) yeah like that's love to me like getting like actually helping them not just helping like adjusting their surroundings but keeping them the same person that they are like, that's just weird. Exactly. It's like, like, you can apply that to everything, though, too. It's like, if you just give them the answer, they're not going to learn anything. But if you help them get to the answer, then they're going to, like, understand it a whole lot better and actually grow from that. Exactly. Like, not cheating. Not learn. cheating whatsoever. Because I feel like just because this happened, she's going to be able to, you know, apply this to her life. So maybe when she has kids, she's going to be like, well, my, my mom almost got away with it. So maybe I can get away with it. Yeah. Just generations of cheating, which I'm sure already happens. Mm-hmm. And then like for people wondering what her sentence is looking like, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of news articles are saying that she's only probably going to get a couple months of like prison time. And then that's about it. But we rather that she get prison time instead of like, you know, paying out and then saying sorry and then like doing community service or anything because then it literally shows that you money runs things like you can pay your way out of getting out of illegal things and it's it's just not right yeah it's not right and even if this can be stopped that at least shows a good example for 
future generations or like people who want to do this, maybe they're looking at her being like, okay, I'm not going to pay my son or daughter's way into college. Exactly. It's like, what's the point of having laws if you know, I have a couple G's that say there are no laws. <laughs> it makes me wonder what other people are buying right now. That's what I'm wondering. Like, what do you, I don't know. Big, big facts. I could Scary. do a lot with $500,000. I could pay off my loans. I could buy a house. I could buy the owl that I've always wanted, even though you're not allowed to have an owl as a pet, but still don't. <laughs> so you want many. an owl? Yeah, I want an owl. I want a pig. You want? Why would you want a pig? They're so cute. Uh, but they're so dirty. Owls are dirty. Hey. They eat rats. Take, take that back. Take that back. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. Well, I think that's pretty much all we have to say about Aunt Becky. Uh, I hope she gets her just dues. I feel absolutely no sympathy for her because, you know, she's rich. Like, this doesn't impact her life anymore. I mean, the worst that she's had done with her was that, you know, she's getting prosecuted. And then also um, she lost a couple sponsorships and, like, endorsements and, like, a couple jobs. But, hey, she's rich. She'll live. And she lost her daughters. Yeah. It's a flesh wound. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. 100% on your side. So moving on to our next topic, we're going to be talking about this new, crazy, wild documentary. Abducted in plain sight. There you go. I beat you to it. Yeah, you beat me to it. So since you beat me to it, you mind telling us uh, what's going on in Abducted in plain sight? Yes. It's a Netflix documentary about this family. And at first they look very innocent. And they have this neighbor friend who comes around the family a lot and has really likes their daughter and wants to be a mentor. And then throughout the entire documentary, you find out there's unsavory connections between the daughter and this grown man. And uh, I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but the things that he does to manipulate this family is absolutely unjust and really crazy. And you find out that he is a pedophile. And he takes their daughter across country lines. Wait, with... but, wait before you continue. Yes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There we Spoiler go. Alert. There we go. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> across country lines with like their permission and takes her away from the family and like lives in a trailer with her and all this stuff with the family knowing that's why it's like abducted in plain sight because the family knows all about it but they're powerless to stop it and i i watched this by myself and i want to know what were you thinking when like towards the parents when you saw this fam if you were there while i was watching it my sister just heard me constantly cursing in the yes. dining room like why is this a thing why are people so stupid i don't understand i'm so upset and then all i kept thinking to myself was like Mm-mm, that would not have been me that would not have been my daughter like like i'm not saying i would disown my daughter i'm saying my daughter would not be in that position like i i'd mm-hmm. probably beat the man up like come on yeah like, I feel like there's boundaries that a lot of people don't know where it comes to bringing in, like, a family friend or a neighbor when it comes to meeting your kid. And I feel like that's one thing that definitely needs to be established when they're first introduced. So, if, like, you see that your friend or your neighbor is being super friendly with your kid, you know, take haste. Like, mention to them that, you know, you wouldn't be okay with certain things, but this family was just so gullible. Yeah, they let him be alone in the bed with their daughter. And that's why I thought there weren't really victims, even though they painted themselves as victims, being manipulated. When you have a child and bring someone else into it, you are not, you're like complicit. You're no longer a victim, in my opinion. I don't know. What did you think? Like, did you feel bad for them at any points? I felt bad for them like a tiny bit just because um, like at a part of the documentary, they brought up how he affected them and, and how he basically attacked them, too. So what he did was he made the wife have an affair with him. And then he made the 
father have an affair with him. He made him give him like, yeah, I know, right? It's pretty wild. He two affairs, two affairs, and the only reason he did that was just so he can get closer to their daughter. Yeah, and then use that as blackmail, right? At some points. Mm-hmm. That is sad, but also, why? Like they also chose to have that affair. Like he didn't put a gun to their head and say, "Do this." It's just like they, you're grown adults with children and dependents. It was just, it's like hard to watch. It is. It just gets me upset because I feel like it speaks to how strong their relationship is. Yeah. Because neither of them felt confident enough to have that conversation with the other about, you know, their affairs. And it's because of that that, you know, it led to this spiraling chaos that was going on in the house. And then this predator that they considered a friend at one point just, you know, taking advantage of their daughter and at one and practically brainwashing her. Brain. Putting video, okay, another spoiler alert, but he put, what, it, recording saying that she was an alien being and that he, she had to be with him, and she was so young at the time, I think she was like 12, or mm. maybe 10 to 12, and she completely believed it because she's young, and there's crazy happenings going around her and a trusted adult saying it's true, that she thought she was an alien being. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I just... It was crazy. I just feel like, because there was a point where, like, the guy would call the house and he'd be like yo where's your daughter well he wouldn't say it like that but he'd be like yo where's your daughter i'm trying to see your daughter mm-hmm. yo if you don't tell me where your daughter is i'm gonna like kill you and then the father's just like ignoring it being super passive aggressive over the phone like you stay away from my daughter i would have been like bro where are you at i want to meet at this and this location at this and this time and we are throwing hands 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 i felt almost like okay when the daughter was so far away living with the the pedophile, the neighbor or friend, family friend, that I, the dad seemed almost more affected by it. The mom didn't even, they were like, oh, your daughter's on the phone. They thought she was missing for a while. And the mom barely wanted to talk to her, whereas the dad was like hysterically crying. I don't know, the mom just gave me weird, a weird feeling. Like almost like she was jealous that the daughter was with him instead of her. Cause she kept talking about the way they had the fear so fondly still, that just really bothered me. Mm-hmm. Whereas the dad, I felt like if it was just the dad, that he would have done more to protect the daughter. I don't know how you felt, but... Oh, no, he definitely would have done more to protect the daughter. It just looked like during the interviews, they kept... I don't want to say they were using it as an excuse, but they just kept saying, but we loved her so much, or we love our daughter so much. And I just feel like if you love your daughter, you'd go, you know, through hell and back for them, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm not saying they didn't do that, but it just didn't show. Not at all. Yeah. Actions speak louder than words, you know, like. Exactly. And it's like if you would go through hell and back for your daughter, you would have done more instead of, you know. So their daughter went missing for like two days before they even thought to call the police. Fam, if my daughter went missing for like three hours, I would have been like, all on, yo, neighborhood alert. What's going on here? Where's she at? Yes. Are she at the McDonald's? <laughs> Probably. That's where I would be if I were missing. Just so you know. I'd be at Wendy's, to be honest. Ooh, true. Frosties. Wendy's is like the GOAT fast food restaurant, if you ask me. I will fight anybody about this. I'm so serious. (laughs) Yeah. And also, I don't know. I feel like even people who bring their kids into cults and stuff, like, I don't know if I believe that you can really be brainwashed. Like, what do you think? Do you think you can, someone else can completely change your opinion and mind? Or is that false? I feel like it's true, but only if you're like super young mm-hmm. because obviously like your your brain's still developing and stuff and you're like conceptualizing a lot of adult things but he started like 
you know, attacking her or, you know, being a predator around like the age of eight or nine. And she still doesn't kind of know what right from wrong is. Yeah. So he, he used that to his advantage to convince her of certain things that, you know, her parents obviously haven't taught her yet because he spent more time with her at some point than they did. So mm-hmm. and yeah. she had full on trust in him. Yeah, I completely agree. So she was practically a second dad. I mean, he was practically a second dad for her, and they even mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. Your parents shape how you view the world, so he basically shaped how she viewed the world. So I can get that. Just like as a parent, I don't think brainwashing is a good enough excuse for doing that. Exactly. Like, um, they, they would say, like, uh, she was still feeling the effects even when she was, like, fully grown, like, she hated that he did this and like she got over it and stuff but deep down she can't shake this feeling that she's supposed to be with him and that she loves him and she hates that mm-hmm. like it's ingrained in her even during the interview sometimes she felt like she she almost didn't hate him like you could just see that and even in the recordings like she really thought she was in love with him and they were meant to be together and that never goes away that's her first love was taken from her and it's this man her first love, her virginity, like, everything. It's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. So do you recommend people to watch this? How did you feel about watching it? I, I made a post on Facebook for anybody that knows me. I wrote, I was big mad. Big, not little mad, not, not medium. I was big mad. Extra <laughs> large. Extra large. <laughs> I, it got me upset. So if you want to watch something that's going to get you riled up, definitely watch it because... And watch it with friends, because you're going to end up like me thinking about punching your laptop, and it's ridiculous. I agree. Watch it with people, because I was so upset, and I had no one to talk about it with, and I just had to live with it. And I I don't understand how the family went through this. Siblings, her, it's just mortifying. You have to see it. I spent like 15 minutes yelling at my older sister for no reason. (laughs) She's like, Corey, this would never happen in our neighborhood. I know, but I'm still upset. And I'm like, no, it's the fact that it happened to somebody. Like, why do people suck? Uh." People do suck. It's a prime example of that. It sucks because sure. we're people, so we have to identify with them. And it's like, why are there sucky people in the world? Like, yeah. uh. You're like, it, it can't be me. But then you're like, could it be me? It can't be. Like, it's just. Can't be. I'm an alien. <laughs> I'm an alien, too. I just happen to come out of a human. That's just coincidental. Yeah. that's a cr- And also, I don't wonder where he thought of that to convince her she was an alien. That's just wild. Well, I mean, when you're a kid, your imagination pretty much runs wild. Yeah, but, like, as an adult, like, where where did he come from with that? Oh, well, I mean, he didn't want to get too, too fake, but he felt like, you know, aliens were, you know, believable enough. True. Because even adults believe in aliens. That's very true. Like, I'm not trying to start this whole debate as to whether or not aliens exist. I'm just going to, okay, yeah, Destiny believes they exist, and I'm going to say there's definitely a debate to be had. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I guess that's true, yeah. Because there's not firm evidence against an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can see that. I mean, the Earth's also flat, so. Yeah, and the moon <laughs> is fake. The moon is fake. Oh, just so upsetting we, watching that. We faked the moon landing. <laughs> Did we? Probably. Probably. But I think that's about it. Oh, wait, no, no, that's right. For today, just because we felt like, uh, you know, having an extra topic, we want to talk about the new movie that released by Jordan Peele. Yeah, we just wanted to present it here so then when we review it, 
we can just look back and think of our innocent minds before we saw the actual film. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's going to be about this family. It is not as it's almost like Get Out, but it's not as race focused. It's focused about their inner demons, and they go on this beautiful trip to a like lake, I think, or somewhere by the beach. I say, and then they're haunted by a family that looks exactly like them, but might be representing their inner demons and their paranoia, just like grows. And it just has a star-studded cast and seems really, really good. What do you think about it? I like that it's a very simple name. The movie is literally just called Us. Oh yes, it's called Us. Us. I think Jordan Peele just has this thing with simple names. First, Get Out, Us. He's redoing um, the Twilight Zone. Yeah. So many simple names. It's like, and then it's like simple but effective. A very effective. Because you remember it. Yeah, exactly. You just remember it. But outside of that, like I thought it was. Uh, pretty interesting going based off the trailer because it seemed like a very simple family vacation and then like the kid ends up bumping into this other kid that looks exactly like him and then the family's confused because the kid kind of ran away and they were like what the hudge and then they get back home and then all of a sudden all these weird things start happening and they start seeing people that look exactly like them and then there isn't much story after that because it's the trailer so we got to see the movie to you know actually elaborate on it but I would, putting it into perspective of me, I think I'd be pretty freaked out. Yeah, no, I think it's crazy. And I'm also glad it's not race-focused, just to show, like, it can show you all the ideas that Jordan Peele has for, I don't know, horror movies in general. I think that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. I like a race-focused movie, but I also like that this is just, like, happens to be a black family that's on vacation, not that it's about that they're a black family at mm. the, for this one. Mm-hmm. Usually it's typically a white family. Yeah, exactly. And they're at a vacation home, so they're not... Yeah, I just feel like it's a good, positive, like, family to have. Mm-hmm. And to be victims in a movie, because black people often aren't, like, the victims. They're aggressors or in those other roles. Mm-hmm. I like how he, like, pays attention to detail. So, like, Lup- I, th- I forget the name of the actor. The Lupita one that- Nyong'o. Yes, Lupita Nyong'o. Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry for butchering your name. You were very beautiful. But, um... Yeah, I like how the opposite version of her has a different hairstyle. Mm-hmm. And it's that little attention to detail that like really fits sinks into your head because it's like if they're the inner demons of this person, it just goes on how you perceive yourself. So it's like it's her, but it's not her. Yeah. And I just find that really crazy because just like let that sink in. You know, someone that's you but not you is trying to kill you is just really terrifying and thrilling and it's, it adds this whole extra layer of depth, in my opinion. I agree. Even the first Get Out had so many like details that when I rewatched it, and then we went over it in theory, I realized it's like so many details that you have to pay attention to. So this one, I think it's going to be really similar, and I'm, it's psychological, and that's my major, so I'm so excited. It's it's funny because uh, when Get Out came out, I got so much praise and stuff like that that even like people on Twitter were raving about it. And then there was, I think, a subreddit or like a string of tweets of just throwing out get out theories Mm -hmm. and stuff that uh, uh, Jordan Peele was trying to get at. And it was funny because there was a video on YouTube of him just like going through and like debunking most of these myths. And he's just like, oh, you might be onto something. Or yeah, no, that's definitely what I meant by that. And then some things like people just insinuated and he would just be like, you know, I wasn't even thinking about that, but that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> That's so cool. I didn't. I should watch that. Yeah. He's like, I wish I thought about that. You should be a movie producer. <laughs> I hope he does that for this movie. Just yeah. all his movies. Yeah, because I want to see more stuff come from him. 
Yeah, know. I'm excited for Twilight Zone with him, everything. Mm-hmm. It just shows that he's gone a long way coming from a, a background of, I don't want to say replace Dave Chappelle, but the Key and Peele show kind of replaced the Chappelle show in a sense where like it's very skit heavy and it's trying to like, you know, poke fun at society and stuff. And going from that, you never think he'd go into this light of being a producer that promotes, uh, you know, black quality films and like very in-depth stuff. And horror movies. And horror movies. I love horror. I'm so excited. Yeah. It's freaking wild. I love horror. Like, do you have a favorite horror movie? Um, That's a good question. That is a good question. I don't want anyone to make fun of me for my my taste. I'm going to clown you so hard. I kind of like Rosemary's Baby, I think. You is such a bum. Yeah. I've I never seen that movie. <laughs> I've never seen that movie, but I know it's a bum movie. But it's uh, I like older horror movies, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, I did like Get Out a lot. Get Out was pretty dope. It was more of a psychological thriller than horror, but I feel like... I try not to make it a race thing, but you really get it if you're a person of color. You do, You know, yeah. you know what well, I mean? It's for, like, there's an intended audience for that. Yeah. And I think it is a person of color. It's like how Toni Morrison writes her books for people of color. You know, like, not, like, exclusive, but, like, that's the readership she wants, and I think the watchers that he envisioned were had to be people of color. Mm-hmm. But I think this movie is just, like, he wants it to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, the ending of Get Out when the, the police car showed up and, like, it looked like he was about to get shot down. I was like, come on, yes. son. Come on, son. You're not going to tell me that, yo, bro, I really? got so upset. Same. I was like, you're telling me the girl that knows how to separate the Fruit Loops is really going to get away with this? This is that Fruit BS, Loop thing man. Is really annoying. This is not my planet. This is not my president, man. Not my president. <laughs> I do not ship this at all. Yeah, but I'm excited. That's all I got to say. Same, same. I'm super excited. We're probably going to go see it sometime next week. And then we're going to talk about it in the next episode. The next episode of... Primetime Cats. Oh, that was you. I thought that... (laughs) The mic burst. The mic burst. Into flames. That was funny. Okay, so we're pretty much done here. So we'll chat with you later, cats. Thank you. Bye.